The entire tribe sat around the feast. They'd managed to down a mammoth, and this was cause for celebration. And the shaman even claims that the downing of the beast coincides with the yearly midwinter celebration Hogash. All the children have been making gifts for each other, and the adults have been creating altars for their ancestors. Now the tribe has sat all around the fire pit feasting on a delicious meal in a general state of joy and celebration. Ulf stands up. The entire tribe hushes, and the, sh the shaman waves for Ulf to speak. I wish to attempt the trials. I will lead this tribe. Suddenly, the men of the tribe start beating the ground with their weapons and chanting. And the shaman stands up. Danuk has accepted the call to the trial. Truly, this is a celebration. We begin the preparations at dawn. Welcome back to How to Be a Better DM. I'm your host today, Justin Lewis, and we are here to help you create better stories for yourself and your players as you DM sessions of Dungeons and Dragons. Today we are talking about making your game Christmas or holiday themed. And before we get into this, uh, a quick shout out, as it were. Uh, so you all know we've been pushing for feedback, so you can go to betterdungeonmaster.com slash feedback and give us information on how we're doing as a show and what problems you're facing. And someone uh, <clears throat> put in a problem they're facing, and I feel like I just need to, you know, reach out and, and talk about this, but I, I didn't ask for emails or anything, so the only way I know how to do this is over the podcast. So this goes out to Warwick. Uh, thank you for filling out the feedback survey. Uh, and this is what he wrote, or, or she wrote, I don't actually know if they're male or female. Uh, I'm 17 and my friends and I decided to start playing D&D this summer, and I volunteered to be the DM. I started learning as much as I could. I was so glad to find this podcast and what makes it better is that it's local to Utah County. I've created a world, got my player's adventure started, and I have an idea of where the adventure could go, but my players are not nearly high enough level for what I have in mind. I don't want to send my players on missions just to level them up if it doesn't progress the story. If you could somehow help with this issue, that would be awesome. And uh, <clears throat> again, thanks for sending that in, Warwick. And if you guys want to send in your problems, just go to betterdungeonmaster.com feedback, and uh, I'd be happy to talk about them on the show. But Warwick, I actually had a similar situation with my current campaign. So my wife is a rogue, and... I surprised her by having her find a enchanted bow, a magic item that turned out to be sentient. And the big plan was to have her and the rest of the players find other pieces of the sentient uh, weapon, essentially, and the weapon's called Dream Taker. And over time, they, they found these weapons, and the point was to, once they get enough weapons, Dream Taker appears as a being and is essentially the big bad at the end of the game, right? And so they're at that point now. Uh, my wife's character has been possessed by Dreamtaker and disappeared. And Dreamtaker is designed to be the end-all be-all of the campaign. So now I have this issue of how do I get my players there, right? And even before, when they were finding their different pieces, how do I get my players through the campaign enough to find the different pieces but also have a good story along the way. And 
I find the best way to do this is to bring in the different aspects of each person's backstory. So for example, and uh, this is a spoiler alert, sorry, if you're in my campaign, uh, you should stop listening right now. For example, Bork, uh, <clears throat> one of the characters is a lizard folk, and it's actually the character, the NPC that I've introduced, and they are searching for some magic items that can help protect their tribe. And I'm going to introduce a story arc that takes them under the sea, literally. And if the group follows this, it'll have nothing to do with Dreamtaker, but it will evolve the story forward as well as give the players a chance to level up. Another one of my players is looking for their old adventuring group, which are actually stranded in the Astral Sea. That's another adventuring arc that should have nothing to do with Dreamtaker, but will advance the players enough so that way when they do fight Dreamtaker, they are up to it. So what I would recommend to you is find ways to tie in story arcs from the individual character's backstories, and that way you don't need to worry about the main plot. All you need to do is either hint that it is moving forward while they're doing other stuff or they don't know what's going on while they are doing other stuff and that way it kind of gives a sense of mystery like oh what is Dreamtaker up to we haven't seen him in a while anyways I hope this answers uh, your question work if it doesn't please reach out to me on Instagram at how to be a better DM and I'd be happy to talk more about it as a listener of this show you obviously love story now that you've had a chance to craft your own story by listening to this show, wouldn't it be nice to get some inspiration? Or maybe you just want a moment of immersion and escape and entertainment. Whatever it is, come join us on our new show, Packed and Boom. It's an actual play D&D podcast in the world of Calignos, where our characters Jolly, Wolfgang, and Alan will find and meet each other in hell. And from there, start a troublemaking journey with some near-death experiences that will hopefully lead them to a happy ending. Find it wherever great podcasts are heard or just go to sessionzerostudios.com slash packed and boom. That's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N. Start listening today. Now, Let's get to the rest of today's show, which is how to make D&D Christmas themed. I have five tips for you today. It's probably going to be a quicker one because naturally you should be spending time with family and friends because this is the holidays, but let's get into it. So first one is add in a random celebration in the setting where your players are. So this kind of ties back to the intro that I had at the beginning of today's show, but essentially if, you're, if your group is in a city, just have a bunch of banners set up and ribbons and, and have your players discover that, wow, this city's celebrating something special. That will give the impression or the feeling that this is a time of celebration because naturally in the real world, it is a time of celebration. And it'll give the feeling of the holidays, even if, you know, even if you're in the middle of the desert, you can still feel like they're celebrating something. Number two is change the skins, quote unquote, of NPCs. Your players don't actually need to fight Santa Claus. They could fight a giant that just looks like Santa Claus and has all the same stats of a giant. D&D, you see, is half narrative and half mechanics. So instead of homebrewing your own Santa, just take the mechanics of something else and, and say it looks like Santa. That's one of the best things about D&D is you can really use the mechanics of anything and just call it anything else. You can use the mechanics of a black dragon and say they're fighting, uh, you know, Belschnickel or whatnot. 
Number three is give your players a gift. Every player loves getting new loot. So have a random patron show up and just give the adventurers something interesting. And if you don't want to break your game by giving them an all-powerful item, you can give them some sort of consumable item that is still interesting. And if you don't really know how to make a consumable item, all you do is just choose the form, so whether it's a potion or some food they eat, or even, you know, a, a consuming uh, trinket, then you pick your favorite ability or spell, and then you attach it to that item as a one-time use. And this is very, very useful because, say someone wants to use Fireball without using a spell slot, well, give them kind of a, a cinder from a fireplace and sprinkle some fairy dust on it, and voila, they have a one-time use fireball that does not take a spell slot. Number four is change the weather. For most people, Christmas is synonymous with winter, so make it obvious that the winter is coming. Make it snow, and also, it's also fun to give them consequences for the snow, so either have them be stuck in a big blizzard and have some random person open up their home and bring them in, and, and there you have kind of a spreading the Christmas cheer moment, or have the players try to figure out how to avoid getting stuck in the blizzard. And that still immerses your players in it because, well, it's snowing outside for a lot of us, so they'll feel, they'll naturally feel that in the game. Number five is go out, go all out with Christmas homebrew monsters. Naturally, this step, this, this tip will take the most amount of time, or you can subscribe to people like Gaming Brew from episode 63 of the podcast, and I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, he, for example, has loads of themed monsters that you can get from him if you just subscribe to his Patreon. These are custom created, and they have the right feeling you need for a setting, so like Christmas or even Halloween. Subscribing to people like him saves time because you don't have to do anything other than plug and play, or you can spend the time to homebrew monsters and make sure that they do fit the setting and they do have the right skills, talents, and, and abilities. The issue there is you do have to play test just to make sure they don't break your game. So there you have it. Five tips to help theme your D&D to be more Christmas or holiday themed. Uh, I know that this is kind of the end of the year and I want to say a big thank you to everyone out there listening. Being a podcast host is, is interesting because so often I'm doing this all alone. You know, I have my co-host Tanner and, and we often bring guests, but often Tanner and I both, you know, we're recording this on our computers and I just want to say thank you for everyone who reaches out, joins our one shots or fills out our feedback survey because it, it connects me to you. And honestly, that's what this time of year is about. So uh, next, next week we'll have another episode. It's going to be about what next year holds for the podcast. Um, so if you're interested in that, tune in. But if you're not, spend some time with family and friends and spread the Christmas cheer around because tis the season uh, when the saints can employ us, as they say, uh, and uh, you know, go out and try and make someone else's life better. But like I said, we'll be here next week with another episode, mostly about what's going on next year in the world of how to be a better DM. Uh, but until then, my friends, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and let's go ahead and roll initiative. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. 
go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter, sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that frankly no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week.